Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Yeah. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. Hello, good people. How are you? I certainly hope that you are doing beautifully. Life has been a series of ups and downs, man. I tell you in the last week or so, and um, I'm happy to be standing on my feet, currently sitting, but you know what I'm saying. I am here with my friends. <laughs> my sweet, supportive homies. We got you. St. Clair. That's right, we got you, boo. Yeah. And the lovely Aja Graydon Danzler. Right to the left, front to the back. Front to the back, though. You wipe up for her? You know, sometimes that's necessary. Just surrounded, oh, surrounded right. her with support. God okay. dang it. I'm sorry, I messed I, up. I, no, Jill, I'm not going to wipe your ass, man. No. I love you. I'll help. <laughs> no. I, will, I will help to pay for the nice, skilled young lady or man <laughs> who has gone to school and trained and got a certificate. <laughs> ass wipe him. <laughs> I can't. And, and ass I will wipe be him. happy. Happy. I'll, I'll record them and make sure they're not doing anything wrong, but inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate. Yes. But Clean yes. the boo boo and leave. Thank you kindly. Thank you. From kindly. the front to the back. Correctly. From the front to the back, by the way. How about that? See, this is how it all started. <laughs> My goodness, friends. Um, I am sure at this point that a lot of you have seen The Woman King. Um, I saw it. Did you ladies see it? I, yeah, I, I better did. late than never. Better late than never. Yes, I boo. did see it. Mm-hmm. I'll take a better late than never. 
there's been a lot of controversy about it. Uh, people were really upset saying that the movie was historically inaccurate. And there's also a documentary um, by Lupita Inyongo uh, talking about her experience going to investigate. I think she was offered the role and decided not to take it because what? of what yeah. she found. Yeah. yeah. She was so disappointed in the truth of the story or at least some additional truths of the story that were not being explored through the movie, um, namely the involvement of the Dahomey in the slave trade. So she was really uh, not happy about that. Yeah. Wow. But, um, which good really is understandable. I yeah, mean, good for her. I get it. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do fully get it. But yeah, so, it, you know, that opens up a can of worms, a conversation about it, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it did with us. We we had this conversation before we saw the movie. I'm glad that we saw it regardless of these things. Yeah. So in the very beginning of this conversation, I got to ask y'all. So to see or first off, to see or not to see. If you have, we, we're consistently worried about whether or not we have representation in Hollywood around our mm-hmm. history, mm-hmm. around our stories and our narratives. When one comes up, right? And you don't feel that it, for whatever reason, that you have an issue with it, particularly around history. Let's just stay there, right? Mm-hmm. If it, historically, you have an issue with the way something's being represented. Do you go see it anyway? Or do you stand behind your analysis or your critique of it and say, yeah, no, I don't, you know, to see or not to see. <laughs> now, I know we saw it. It depends. You know, that's, that stuff got criteria and a lot of grays. I don't know about Why y'all. Criteria and grays. Because I literally was just, as you was asking that question, I was like, well, when it comes to the woman king, yes, because there were some factors involved, like Viola Davis, who I have become to trust in certain ways uh, that a lot of, I might not trust other actors or actresses or black actresses in a way. So yeah. But then I thought about it and I was like, but I didn't see Harriet Tubman because I just, that was too much for me. I just. So for you, there's like a cap on, on how much inaccuracy. Yeah. And also being familiar how much, like I do care if the actors and the actresses are sometimes like. Have like a track record for good. And a connection and a connection to the story in a way. Like. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. 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 How about you, Jen? Um, I'm a movie buff, like I and a movie goer. I I love movies. Mm-hmm. I love them so much. You know, those that's my shiz in it. You talking movies and books. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when we're talking art, like I'm yeah. in. Yeah. You know, so I looked at it and I saw an actor, like you said, that I trust. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I saw a director that I trust. Yes. Oh, please. I'm sorry, Jill. Please say that over and over yes. again. I trust Gina. I trust Gina Blythewood. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, a director that I trust. And um, I, I saw a story that I wanted to see. So I went and saw it. And the first 15 minutes of it for me you know, not that we normally run around critiquing everything, but we're just talking about the fact that there was this movie created and, and it's causing a lot of controversy amongst us. The first 15 minutes, I was worried because um, it wasn't the grain that I expected and it it bothered me. Yeah, let's Wait, what us, is that? Give us yeah. a grain. Yeah, give us, give us a vocabulary word. Dude. It just seemed a little more shiny than I was ready for. 
Wow. See, I thought that I thought it was it's funny you say that because my first 15 minutes, I was like, wow, they are shooting these brown skinned people beautifully. That and not I even, agree. Yeah. I was like, I've never seen this before. It, it felt like a conscious choice to, to be shoot. Yeah. Glowing and gold and red mm-hmm. and, and oh yeah, and bronze and that part. That part for sure. I thought that was beautiful, but I I kind of felt like it was um, a little Hollywood initially. Mm, like okay. it was, a, I was like, oh wow, okay. I see the effort, and I do appreciate that because so often, you know, for years and years we were filmed really badly, and the makeup as well. So there was a lot of gray in our mm-hmm. skin. Mm-hmm. Gray. Yeah, a lot yeah. of that was Insecurity. that was a that was a big problem. So this was nice. I did appreciate it. Although I I was like, oh, I thought I was getting something else. After those fifteen minutes, I was all about it. I was in. Now, can I ask just because uh, we're still in the beginnings, and I know we had this conversation. We had a conversation before we all saw it. I'm gonna be honest, and I'm gonna say, uh, as uh, much as I trusted uh, Gina and Viola. I was a little concerned about the two white women that uh, it's Maria Bello, who I'm familiar with as an actress, who did wrote rewrote the screenplay. That did the screenplay. I just mm-hmm. I didn't know if that was that was a thing in my mind. Mind. I was. That's I kept a looking. thing to have in one's mind. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was as I, I was watching. That. I was because I feel like on online when people were really kind of going into their critique about it, those who had not seen it and had mm-hmm. said they were not going to mm-hmm. that that one of the big things was like, yeah, well, a white woman wrote the screenplay. Why are we, you know, I think maybe though, sometimes people don't understand how many white people write the screenplay. Yeah. I mean, like I think maybe the, that that's pretty usual. Oh, we about to screen, we about to Google like shit right now. I mean, I know know for certain. And um, then the help. Well, which is, is a favorite of mine um, was written by Tate Taylor. Who happens to be, you know, a Caucasian dude? Mm, a dude. Yeah. Wow. So it's it's not a whole lot of it's not a whole lot of black women screenwriters. But then even also too, let me just say this: people who who critiqued this from that place, right, mm-hmm. also had an issue with some of these folks. Also had an issue with Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. that screenplay was written by a black person. But Black Panther was based on a, you know, a yeah, comic. Yeah, that, that was a comic. It wasn't right. a historical thing. But it I'm saying that real. one of these we things, took it, though, but, kind of forever. Right, but I'm, I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning it because I'm like, okay, so we want black screenwriters, right? But then we mm. get black screenwriters, and then we. Oh, I wasn't mad at Black Panther. They were mad at Black Panther. Really, the the Black Panther anger came from the writers of the comic book not being involved, which is, a uh, uh, as we learned from Dr. Sheena Howard, that that's a frequent thing that happens between Marvel movies and the actual comic books. They don't involve the writers. So a lot of people were mad about that. Like, Mm -hmm. how come the Black writers that wrote this comic aren't involved in? But no, it's funny. I just Google Glory screenwriter. It is good. It is. I mean, this is what I'm saying. But then a lot of people who listen, they're consistent because I think a lot of people who who are critical of Woman King are also people who just don't want to see slave movies anymore and don't like them either. So, you know, but this wasn't that. That's interesting because this ain't the typical what you would call slave movie either. We thought we didn't see 
a lot of slave, a lot of scenes of enslaved people. I no, feel like I don't see like a lot of scenes of enslaved people at all. Right. And there was there was one or two people shackled. Definitely saw a line of that. Okay, so I had all had known the story of the Dahomey, but I was not aware of their involvement in the slave trade. That is something that came up when the movie came out that I saw online. Mm -hmm. So when that happened, then I was like, all right, well, let me go try to do a little quick, you know, deep dive. No, Mm -hmm. not even a deep dive, a shallow dive into this just (laughs) to see what the thing is. And my my thing was this. I wasn't familiar enough with um, the, the counter argument to make a stance at that point. Right. So that's I how was, I feel. So I kind of yeah. was like, well, I need to know more about this to stand in like a moment with it, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but one of the things that gave me comfort in general is that, you know, maybe there's a thought here and I wouldn't even say that this is my full opinion, like that I flushed this out, mm-hmm. but I think that maybe there's a moment where we respect history for what history is and respect storytelling from the Hollywood perspective. Yes. That that's is. what I thought about. Yeah. Cause this wasn't a documentary. Yeah. It's not a documentary. Right. That a part of me of what I want to, the way I feel like my brain is going is that history as a thing can never be told in this way anyway. So our expectation of it has to be different from the gate. Then there's also this kind of like push and pull with me where it's like, oh, well, you know, we get revisionist history all the time that positions, you know, white folk looking like they didn't do nothing bad. Ooh, Asia, hold on now. I mean, I'm just saying like... I'm not mad. What's good for the goose? I'm not mad either. Good for the goose. What's good for the goose? We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything AT&T the wait is over the shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe battle lines will be drawn alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Do you also see movies like Django where, you know, some guy strode in on a horse, learned how to speak proper English real fast, <laughs> you know, and um, came in and killed everybody. You know, it's the movie that we always wanted to see. I did. Right. I was right. like, I, I need that. I want it. You know, just just because we have movies like Inglorious Bastards, you know, where. That's what Django was the black. That's funny. It was the black Inglorious Bastards. Exactly. In because, exactly. yeah, you wish, uh, I'm sure a lot of Jewish people was like, yeah, hell, motherfucker, yeah, I wish With that the back, take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then sometimes if something is not presented in a way that feels... We're more art, protective. Yeah, some of it's art housey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Django and Inglorious, this is kind of a very arts... True. Very artsy... Uh, Lady Sings the Blues. Lens to go through. <laughs> But why is that? Is it artsy because it was Quentin Tarantino? Because really, I mean. But he he has a um, certain kind of lens that he does things through. Right. He has a a freedom to for people to look at it in that way, too. Right. Where he will satire a thing. He will make a thing. He's into the art of the thing. Right. Then, Then we have these Hollywood kind of moments that are going to give you, you know, a conflict. They're going to give you romanticize the fixing of that conflict and give you a nice little bow at the end. Uh And when you tie that kind of mentality with a historical thing, when we know history doesn't work like that, then it's something about the spirit that don't align. And I can respect that. And I saw the movie. So let me start there. Yeah, I can respect that people are like, uh, yeah, no. It didn't happen like this. And it's, it's kind of disrespectful to present it this way because this is not how history works. Yeah, you know, but again, you know, there is a reality of that. People don't even read this kind of stuff in general. They'll, they'll right. get their knowledge of the moment from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I like, I, you know, I'm still Sheila. Yeah. Okay. Jill is still <laughs> still. 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 <laughs> and the gifts and the gifts have the gifts have definitely solidified this in many ways in the in the social medias. You know? But I'm just I, I want to also say, like, I'm glad that movies like this still exist. It's funny when I went to see this movie, it made me think about when my father made me go to the movies to see Glory. Like, yeah. I remember me and my evil stepsister was crying. We wanted to see a whole nother movie. And we were like and, and when I walked out of the movie, I felt guilty as a kid. Like, why? Oh, my God. This was really kind of cool in a way. Not real. Right. Not 100 percent true. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I just well, fifty mm. fourth existed, mm-hmm. but you got you got a lot of 
things around the Civil War that around what our ideas of what Black people's involvement was in their own liberation mm-hmm. that is grossly undertold, right? So is it the responsibility? I mean, it was a white savior in this movie. Yeah, right. Is it a responsibility of the one movie to make it so? You know what I'm saying? So uh, to, to correct that, not necessarily. Because it's or to start a conversation, a, right? Yeah. But then, but, but glory could never be made now. If no, glory no. was made now, trauma porn. It, it so wait, no more. Oh, okay, not for the white savior reasons, just because of that. For the Denzel. white savior reasons. And then, of course, there is that particular scene. Denzel Washington with the one with the one tear, because we are uh-huh. so strong. We are so strong, honey, that only one tear from all that brutality. Right. But right. but 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 here's the thing. But is that what happened? Is that what happened? Because there's right. a very famous photograph of the man's back with the, yes, 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 the trees yes. and branches all over his back. Yes, ma'am. This mm-hmm. is actual photo. Yeah. It exists. But did my man only shed one tear when he got brutalized like that? That's, Not a that single was... man living. Wow. Right. 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 This is this is the challenge though, you know, because I know that we want to see representation of ourselves. Sometimes it's going to be fictitious. You know, it's 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 a story. It's a story. It's folklore. It's messaging. Also, um, it's it's a um, a magnifying glass. You know, on us on how we do things and you know how funny we are and how um, spiritual and emotional and and angry. You know, all the things, how much we love, how love, how we love hard. I saw that beautiful uh, Beale Street, you know, <laughs> yeah, if Beale Street could talk like, you know, um, and that was beautifully shot. It was beautifully shot. I, I, I'm in the frame of mind that this is entertainment. And if you actually want to dig into it, um, into the film, into the the uh, the tribe as well, then that's the go do it. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to spark your mind to go, wait, let me find out more about the Dahomey in a way. And it's funny, also that moment, Jill, that you talked about of just going to the movies and seeing stories. I mean, I had the moment of the wondrous moment in my brain of, and spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Mm-mm. Uh, but, but Don't spoil if, it. I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm just saying, what if palm oil was the choice instead of enslaving your people? What if? What would that have looked like? I don't don't know. No, but I don't know. And I would like to investigate. Yeah, I mean, I hate to be the wet rag on this. Oh, (laughs) you know, because I'm always, I'm always the wet rag. Come on, blackness. (laughs) (laughs) And ruin the fun (laughs) tonight. Take it away, Asia. Take it away. Um, well, I just think dangerous line to tread, man, because mm. we as black people are dealing with a great many fucked up stories mm-hmm. that or stories that have been romanticized, revisionist stuff, even even things that seem to be for our benefit. Mm-hmm. So we even look at a person like a Dr. King who is a person celebrated throughout the world. So this is a black man who is known throughout the world, you know, quote unquote, American born black man out of the South who is worldwide known 
for being, you know, a freedom fighter. Okay. But the, the almost Hollywood upliftment of him. Oh yeah. The, the, the romanticized version of him hmm. is, is deeply watered down, deeply so revisionist at this point that it may not even actually be anywhere close to the him that he actually was at the time of his death anyway. Hmm. So there's a there's a part of this that feels good, but that might be in the long term, you know, that of a of a of a bleached grain and a sugar. Yes, it's a comfort food, but later on down the line, it's going to settle into the sides and give you diabetes. I don't think it's gonna do that. I I'm like is that with Laura? I don't I don't think that the Woman King is gonna do that. I think that it was really a beautiful film. And I mean that, I did too. I thought it was beautiful too. If you want to investigate more, then that's what you need to do. You know, it's it's the story. You think that that um that, that Nat Turner film said everything about everything? It said some things, you know, some things that were accurate, absolutely. But there's other stuff that goes along with the story. Like I've been reading Mahalia Jackson and, and reading about her life for for a long time now. And there was there were so many nuances to her personality and to her involvement. So many things that she lost because of her involvement. But that's one one of the many books. There's other things like there's always another thing that can add even even like Phyllis Hyman reading about her, you know, but listening to people, there's always another nuance. There's something that any writer could miss. Yeah. I mean, the, the movie was beautiful. Not. And I loved it. However, I will say in defense of what you're saying that, yeah, there's like. 50 movies about George Washington or Thomas Jefferson or mm-hmm. Lincoln. So, so Lincoln and mm-hmm. it's so many different takes on these people. And well, let's not even of, get into books. Speaking of Lincoln, I don't recall, you know, the, the historians having a fit that Lincoln was a, a vampire slayer. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm sorry. That, you just, I can't believe you. Just, I, I can't believe that's the one. That, I can't believe it. Because I'm just I can't saying. Believe, I can't believe you brought that one in. But that was a good Yeah. But that shit was kind of good, though. But yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, I dug that movie. I'm a vampire movie kind <laughs> of chick. I watched it. But he was Mackie. wielding that axe <laughs> yeah. to kill vampires <laughs> that, that he was on at, at war, that he could stand on top of a horse. Nobody <laughs> told me he could stand on a horse. Why didn't somebody say that? But because white people are out here fighting for their lives. So, no, they don't care that they can talk about Lincoln like that. Yeah. Plus, they're so at this point and and with black folks like y'all, you know, we always got that extra protective layer because we're not used to our narrative being told by us and all of these different factors as to how our narratives have been told in our our voices, but I still want us to be able to be creative. Like I'm thinking Thank that you. maybe this movie can start a conversation about the Dahomey. Maybe this movie will start the new documentary about the Dahomey so we can get the facts. You know maybe what I mean? Maybe this movie like, can just start us telling a bunch of different stories. Cause I think that's yeah. been the thing I hear across the board from people. Cause whether you agree or disagree on this particular matter, I think everybody feels like they want to see more stories, more yes. of our stories yes. from a lens that feels like it's coming from us. And mm-hmm. so we want to see this. We want to continue to push forward in that way. And here's the vibes. History is ugly. It's an this is, unattractive thing. It's not yeah. cool. It's not, it's not, it's very nuanced. And the more that you can live in that reality, 
the less you're going to be looking to these very specific and narrow ways to learn it. Yeah. Like, you know, when Jill says there's always something else, that's a product of her going out and doing the reading. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't have that perspective had she not gone to do it. So the point is that if you can get into the culture of understanding that, you know, history requires this thing that you do. And I know James Baldwin says something like this, and I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said that history is not in the past. The history is always with you because mm-hmm. everything that you do in the present has been informed by something that's happened in the past. So, you know what, Aja, you just, you just, you just rang a bell in me. Come on. Ex- excuse me. I think that what the problem is, is that this is a film that has that that shows a flaw of our people. Yeah. Mm, yes, I it think does. That's the problem. Come on. Yeah, that, it, yes. that it's saying and well, it's yeah. not saying, but we're learning that this was a tribe. We weren't even learning about this tribe, y'all. We weren't. Okay. We not We're at bad all. Or ugly. The fact that not they named the all. homie, which I'm, I'm not trying to be ignorant, but I'm like oh, the homie, the homie, homie, like the for real, homie, the homies, huh? If grits ain't pop, <laughs> girl, come on with it. Come on, huh? come on. <laughs> oh wow, but yes, indeed. No, no, no. You're right. You are right. You are right. You're right. Please, please continue to unpack that. No, no, yeah, no, please I, go, go. You ain't I, I we're gonna done. You, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking here. That that's the problem that you're celebrating a, a tribe of women, powerful women, which we love. That is the best part. Yes, yes, yes. They can fight. They can kill men. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Kill them I mean, they yeah, don't get the fuck, yeah, but I guess that's just what it is. All the things. <laughs> they got to hold that energy. Somebody got to have, that's, yeah, you got to get that's the will to kill. That. And to have a women, a, a women of principle Come they, on. The fact that they were not having lovers. No. The fact that they were completely devoted. And, and can you believe uh, they weren't even loving on each other, which is the other Hollywood element? Because I'm like, uh, what in the fuck? <clears throat> what in the fuck? Right. What in the fuck? So they just somebody get, was in there. Somebody some was love. loving on somebody because I was looking at my girl. Uh, it's OK. It's I was okay. like, hey, so, I'm sorry. I'm so, too, too I sorry. don't know. I don't I don't know. I, but but the fact is, I don't know. You know, I don't know if folks was loving on each other. I don't know if they were adhering like monks do, maybe, you know, like I, like I don't know if they were adhering to the laws and the principles of this particular tribe. I don't know because I wasn't there and nobody's I don't know the story. Nobody's told that particular story. So how would I know or anybody know? Right. But it's the fact it's the fact that you've got this this it's like a pickup and a letdown all at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, oh, look at us. Oh, oh look at look us. At us. <laughs> but isn't that really what we um what we kind of want to a degree also to is to be fully told human beings? Yeah. That when we tell our stories that we don't have to over romanticize ourselves just because we've been vilified, that we can freely be people and tribes and groups and ethnic groups. Yes. Diverse but people Asia. who have done good things and bad things. And you are so have right and helped. But, you know, but, you know, some the, the thing that has been most romanticized that was covered in this film, though, is this relationship between continental folks and us and the, that relationship between continental Africans and the slave trade. Like, I you think it didn't go down? We that we don't really see it on film. 
ever. So ever. thank you very much, Woman King. Thank you very yes. much for that. Yes. Because we don't see it. There was deals being made. What are you talking about? More real talk after the break. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What I was fascinated by was the fact that the love interest was a man of color from the Brazilian African slave trade. Like the Portuguese, oh Lord, honey, when you go to the Blacksonian, between the Portuguese and the British, I don't know who whose numbers is come on. They, but they the Portuguese was popping. So and you never get to yes. hear that at that side. So I was just like. Also, too, a historian kind of did like a little quick run through on some other things that were really interesting that the Women King showed about Africans during that time. That mm-hmm. was really important. One of them was around people who rode uh, around tribes who were trained in horse horses and rode on horses and used them in warfare. So mm. that was something that had never been really discussed. They also talked about the architecture and the use of large of enclosing um 
uh, cities in, around large walls and yes. about how certain architecture was being shown and highlighted in the movie. They talked about... Um, Did they talk about religion, Asia? Because I thought I was fascinated by the gods and because we don't, you know, when it comes to black folks, we don't really talk about religion where we really come African from. African religion. So, yeah. so obviously in this situation and it was obviously not being vilified, you know, uh, African, traditional African religions. They yeah. so it's like a joke so, about it. Right. There's like tons of stuff in involved in the movie historically that are very on point. Mm-hmm. Come on, somebody. So there's a there's a thing, you know, so it's some something to be considered, which I think is really good. So if you are going to read critique, you need to read all of the, you know, not just the stuff that kind of feeds into your own opinion. Right. right. But that's the whole problem with critique. Is that everybody has one. Everybody has a critique. I mean, you can like something or not like something, but a critique in its proper sense comes from someone who has done some research and quite a bit of it. They're not new to it. They're true to it. That's the difference. Feel me? Yeah. Don't be critiquing and don't be critiquing when you ain't even seen it. I can't stand when people do that. I'm like, I do that to myself. I have to stop myself sometimes. Like, ooh, ooh, let me go see it first, though. <laughs> it's that little kid that sits at the table and goes, I don't like that. Like, you didn't even you didn't try taste it. it. Taste it. Taste it and see. And come up with your, but I will say this. I certainly want you to support it. I do. Yes. Yes. That's coming from me. That's coming from J-I-L-L-S-C-O-T-T. I am saying support it. Yeah. This yeah. is the first time, honestly, other than Wakanda, Black Panther, you are really seeing the skin tones, baby. You are seeing natural hair, baby. <laughs> Stop pause Get right there. Wait, wait, Jill. It. Pause at the hair because literally I got emotional. Like yes. Jason was like, why are you crying? And I'm just like, because they could just be beautiful in their skin and in their hair and they just fuck. And let's also discuss the fact that the the one of the women that was taken from um, when they when they were at war with another tribe and then one of the women that was taken um, yes, as a prisoner yes. of war was yeah. from a tribe where she had a hair. Her hairstyle was particular to her, her ethnic tribe. group. Yeah. Mm. And so for me, I thought that was really um, cool showing like even the diversity of Africans and yes. in, in, in not in just different ethnic groups, but ethnic groups that are geographically close to one another. Right, because she looks like Somalian. She looked like yeah. Because one of the things I feel is very, very lost is the idea that the diversity of Africa and how close uh, ethnic groups can be to one another and and be so completely and utterly different. Mm. Mm. And so I I think that was really, really. I mean, there was so many subtle moments in the movie, and not to mention the heart. That the good the story in terms of yeah. just you know mothering and and sisterhood and the things that we must endure and oh oh it was it was oh I don't want to ruin this movie for anybody but there were a I cried I ain't gonna I cried hold you up. I did yeah oh, I cried. yeah I, did. I let that I cried. Thing happen yeah, yeah. and yeah. it was I- worth it. My mm. goodness. Quiet afterwards, like just thinking, like you ain't, I, I, that's yes. what I need to say. I just need to. Yeah, just, maybe we just gonna have to put spoilers on this episode because I'm sorry, y'all. I don't yeah. want to. I really don't, oh, guys, because okay. I, I want, I really, if you have not seen it's it. It's been four to five weeks since the movie's been out. against it for whatever reason. You know, I, I, I uh, challenge you to 
to allow a story to be a story. And if you know more, share more mm-hmm. yeah. In, inform the people around you. Listen, and don't um, gotcha share. Can we just talk about this? Please cut it with the gotcha shares. I'm sorry. What's don't, that Facebook, Lena? What's that? Gotcha shares to me are these things that where people share information or try to educate people by berating them for not knowing it as uh, if you didn't just fucking find out yourself. Uh, how you ain't know that? You ain't up. <laughs> like y'all out here watching this movie, but come now y'all don't know such and such i mean like shut up you googled it 10 minutes ago <laughs> and even even i've seen some people who've done their dissertation on the dahomey you know and they're talking about it and they're like you know i would never see this because i know the truth about but we didn't we didn't know they even existed yeah that's that's ignorant you wouldn't do you wouldn't want to see it cuz you did a dissertation and now you feel like you like you got, you know, more than everybody else, but you don't want the other people to know what you know. Okay. I don't know people do that. That's selfish. My thing is that I don't understand is like this. If you did your dissertation on a Dahomey, I'm curious if you have posted on social media prior to this moment to disagree with the movie about what you learned. Because let me tell you something about academia. Mm. Hey, let's go. And, and, and y'all can be mad at me if you want to, but... academia is a very closed space a lot of the stuff that people write you can't even have the public doesn't even have access to people's published papers people's uh you know dissertations they we uh, the 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 public can't even view some of this stuff you know a great deal of it so at the end of the day you go and you spend all this money and you do all this work and yes you deserve the accolades that you get from it but if you don't share it with the average man or woman how does this research then and how does what you know then improve the lives of others if it's only meant to be put out there as a gotcha when we all get fed something that we really have access to and then we get excited about having it when we can't get access to what you know and as a black person involved in academia, how can you do how can you do that in good conscience? Wow. How Come can you on. do that? Your conscience ain't bothering you behind that? Look here. Please tell us. We're hungry. I never forget this. And I gotta tell y'all this. I never forget this when at one point, um, and still a lot of people don't understand this word, but I remember when the word intersectionality entered into like the, the general conversation of the layman public us, the regular uses. Okay. Tell us what it means. Uh, intersectionality really is just a way to um, describe the different ways that marginalized people can fit in multiple groups. Like, so they intersect. So you and I intersect at being black and being a woman. So we're a part of multiple marginalized groups. And so that's kind of how that works. And that can happen with age. It can happen with uh, being, uh, you know, considered overweight. It could be being uh, uh, disabled. It could be married give gave birth right right it can be a lot of different ways that you can intersect but it's a way to better understand how people have a specific and very unique experience in society based on those intersections so anyway point is that an understanding that kind of helps you when you start to really give an analysis around race around white supremacy around all this stuff you don't understand that's very difficult for you to see um you know just kind of or participate in conversations about how to solve these problems if you don't understand intersectionality. So anyway, when that kind of entered into the regular kind of public space, and forgive me if my explanation of that is not completely spot on, because again- No, that was good. Regular, Mm -hmm, I agree. So- You ain't regular. 
<laughs> the point is, I remember when that word entered into the regular people space. OK, and I remember seeing this thing on Twitter where somebody was just like, um, and they think it's so funny that people are just, you know, throwing that word around. It's existed in academia for over a decade. And I was pissed when I read it. That is was, so elitist. It was very elitist. But then it was like it pissed me off because I was just like, well, how the hell were we supposed to know? And where were you? Where were you when we needed to know that? You understand what I'm saying? Now you're showing off. Yes. And, and shout outs to Kimberly Crenshaw, who has shared her work on many, many platforms. She is the woman who came up with the term intersectionality. She's discussed it in her TED Talk. So you make sure you look up her TED Talk, Kimberly Crenshaw. She has her own um, her own podcast. She has done all of the public work needed for you to mm-hmm. know exactly what her work is about. So shout out to her and other black academics that share with the regulars. Anyway, like I said, I remember when that happened, I was so disappointed and it really like, it, it sparked something in me where I was just like us, when we're out here in the world, we have to be able to have the tools to talk about these things that affect us. Mm-hmm. We need those tools. We need the mm-hmm. education. We, we need, need the words. We, just we need the words. words. We, we need, need the terms. terms. We need this kind of stuff. And if you want us to not run to Hollywood for our stuff, you got to give us something to work with. Mm-hmm. Don't just laugh at us. Don't just be laugh shady. at us yeah. and be shady. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I get all my information from agents. Because she, you know, she just, you know. <laughs> She's, she's a don't trust of information. <laughs> the, the, the thing that I, you I'm following you Kimberly Crenshaw right now. But you thought I was feeling you? Like, oh, <laughs> that's Kimberly with an E. Yeah. Oh, thank absolutely. You. That's exactly why. Look, I, I always love that about Aja. She's got so much information to share. She's like, um, she's like a, a knowledge junkie. She's a hoe for knowledge, if you I'm will. Like, for you was all knowledge. <laughs> like Can someone make me a oh. shirt? Oh, I'm a hoe for knowledge. I mean, you a knowledge hoe. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I like hoe for knowledge. Yep. Man, all day. Love it. Look, check this out. Check this out real quick. The Gladiator. You guys remember that movie, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, I do. Maximus and Jomidus yes. and yes. all of those cool things. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So the movie suggests Rome was held back to a republic after Commodus' death. It reverted back. But that was not the actual case. And other inaccuracies include Aurelius outlawing the gladiator games and Commodus's death, which did not occur in the arena. Y'all know we love the arena death. Yeah. But the point is, is that the death of Commodus didn't actually happen in the arena. Isn't that like a major part of the film? Isn't that like a big deal? So, what, okay. I, so not. I mean, part of it is kind of disturbing. But I what, guess it doesn't stop die? you from learning about Rome. I mean, it's not going to stop you from learning Girl, about Rome. We, I don't even learn about it. I don't even think people looked at that movie as a real life story. I think that right. people just people thought just they was being entertained. Took it as old, just old take on like a fictional take. More conversation after the break. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. So is it that there's too much emotion attached to these things, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, listen, for the, for the blacks, let's think, about, let's think about Malcolm X, right? Like, <laughs> like, okay. Like Spike Lee did a movie that was way longer than the average movie to try to fit in as many things that were accurate as possible. However, though, however and forever, Deepa was still like, that ain't it, bruh. And Malcolm X died in the movie, so. (laughs) You're like, he did die. (laughs) He did die. (laughs) Um, And he did die in that room, but okay, people. So yeah, when it comes to our stories, we're, we're very, have, very, we're just ooh, deeply critical. We like, like the ups, but we don't, we ain't really trying to fuck with the downs. We're trying downs. To oh, we fuck, we fuck with the downs, but it got to be right and it can't be too much slavery. We got like all kinds of, uh, you know, because <laughs> literally. We are was, done with slavery. I'm about to tell you, and I look, bless true. Will Smith's heart. You know, he got a slavery. Oh, movie. he got a slavery vault movie coming out. I'm yes, going. he does. I'm going. I'm it's going. a slavery I'm vault going. movie. I do all the slavery. I'm like, I take, I, y'all know I've spoken on this podcast before you can tell me a million stories about that time period because when I look at at having been a descendant of enslaved people mm. as far as I'm concerned they are amazing people there's yeah. no shame in that for me yeah none not, I'm here for all of them I'm here for, the, for it except for the British ones because I ain't get taught slavery on let me shut up but I want to see a movie about maroons about maroons in America Ooh. about the maroons in, in, Girl, in Brazil right coming out now in Jamaica I want to hear about that you know what? And I want it to be shot well. And I want it to have a, a, a good story. That it's a cohesive story. That it keeps my interest. 
that it has rises and falls and places that create a wave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That is that is what filmmaking is all there about. Is a, You're right. There is a documentary. I'm sure you know that, right, Asia, about the Maroons. Yeah, I've watched docs all the time, but I want to Queen see, Nanny. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, Queen Nanny is from Jamaica, and she's one of the most well-known. That community was also one of the largest, I want to believe. Mm. Don't give me the line, but I believe that's the truth. And then, um, but yeah, I'd love to see a, a movie about Queen Nanny. You know, I, I am not at all, because I'm, I'm just looking at what I've, I've got written here, and I'm not trying to justify anything that occurs with with the woman king and other films i'm not i'm i'm what i'm saying is that even as i read this okay braveheart he was supposed to be in love with isabella the queen of france right and made her wallace's love interest but in reality she was 3 years old at the time this is fiction. This is movies. They're trying to create something. You, There are historians and there are movie watchers. There are people who like to live in fantasy. Some people read nonfiction all the time to learn stuff. Some people read fiction to dream. Draw a much thicker line and clearer line between entertainment, Hollywood storytelling, History, nonfiction, learning things. Then I'm going to put that on Viola then, because to be honest, I feel like, and I've watched a couple of her interviews, I don't know if she's expressed that a super, super lot. I don't know if she's expressed a super, super lot that this is a, you know, this has story has been Hollywoodized. You know, like this is not this, just the story of the homie. So, I don't know. I think, I think ultimately what we're talking about is the reality that what we expect people to be able to do with this art form in this particular way is just unrealistic to expect it to do what what telling and learning history does right a conversation about it but maybe the expectation is just we having an expectation for a wheel to be a square but if it's communicated, then we might well, our expectations may be lower. It's like uh, technically, let's think about when we saw Woman King and we all saw the Till trailer, right? Now the director of the Till trailer told you what to expect. She's like, we're not having any violence against Black people. This is going to start with Black joy. It's going to end with Black joy. I was like, they are very clear of our expectations. I, I haven't seen Till yet, so, but but I'm still saying like I was. I found that fascinating that that was a that was their trailer. You know what I mean? Like being clear and communicating of what you're going to see and how this this may not traumatize you in the way you're. Thinking. Do you think that maybe black people just deserve to be addressed about this issue yeah. specifically because yeah. this is this is our, the way we experience the world that when we get art that we should be addressed as if these things exist rather than us having to do the work of disassociating ourselves yeah. from everything that we see. Yeah, maybe. I, because we're not in an even race. We're not. We have not been in an even race. Right. I think that there are places, places and spaces. <laughs> she leaning in. Uh oh. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that we there can't are see her mouth now. Only her eyes. That's what she's <laughs> really done with our asses. <laughs> Where we want it to go down easy. That we want the answers really easily. Mm. When in reality. 
everything worth a damn takes a trial and effort, maybe some failures, some fall downs and some get back ups, meaning that you run out of information that you scanned all the books and watched all the documentaries, but there's more you want to know. And that means that means a trip. That means you got to go and find out for yourself if you want to know so bad. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't sound like a quadriquinarian or whatever, if you want to know, know so, so bad. bad. Right. If you want to know so bad. If you got so many opinions, you know, <laughs> um, about things, if you want to know so bad. <laughs> find, All up in the business. Find the fuck out. I said it like I said it. Find, find the fuck Fuck out. Oh, do y'all okay. know? Okay, so do y'all know any <laughs> historical facts that are like wild that people think people would just be surprised to know about a specific like event or person in history that's, you know, maybe different from what they assume or know? Sure, I do. I can't tell those things. You can't? No. Well, I, look, I tell something. I say this. Listen. Go ahead. Yes. I'm going to just say it because these two ain't going to say it. As far as history, there's an episode of Unsung that speaks on a certain history that all three of us were involved in that don't have all three of us involved in it. And so I would just say that as that story goes on, that, you know, you... I was talking about history. Oh, that is his story. We are history. We was a part of history. And as we... Because as we, we are getting older, y'all, and as, as we get older, we are now telling stories that younger people wasn't there to witness. And so if they hear it off of other things, it's like, oh, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, that's so true. That's important. Like, that's important. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I just, that was just the I'm first right thing. here. My numbers is the same and everything. Oh. Yeah, you know. So. Oh, uh, snap. You know what I'm saying? So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But what was, was I'm sorry. That was, <laughs> I love, shout outs to Unsung and thank you for featuring mm-hmm. me on two, on two of those episodes. But, the, you know, we, history is ugly sometimes. Would you say? Hey, yeah. History okay. is ugly. It's hard. Okay. Yeah, history is You hard. know why? Because we're dealing with human beings. Oops. <laughs> Talk. Mm. <laughs> we're dealing with human beings. And people don't want, it's hard to, when you, it's hard to think about people that you love as full as human beings. Hello, we are dealing with that right now. Uh, products that people have put out that you love. And then you realize that person that put up that product is a whole goddamn fool out their goddamn mind saying shit and wearing t-shirts looking crazy out in these streets. It's hard. It's it hard. Is. It is. It's hard. And, and people who we, who we've learned to revere, you know, you know, years after their deaths and things like that, like I said, uh-huh. and, and and they've been elevated to a certain space and the story around what they did is being elevated to a certain space. And you just don't really know, okay, well, who was really behind it? Who was really such and such? And such? I mean, to think of the things that people say about folk these days and knowing that them same folk were an intricate part of planning the March on Washington or a big part of making sure that the civil rights movement moved forward, whether that involved complex, complex. Oh my God, Jesse Jackson. Hello. I mean, damn, I had a, Oh, I was going to tell you something. I had a whole thought. I lost it about history recently. Oh, don't do drugs. Yeah. Don't just say no. On that note, I just want to say thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Forgive me, God. (laughs) 
for uh, sharing this time with us. And um, I know you've come up with your own thoughts. If you'd like to share them, you know, you, you know, you can. Um, 866. Hey, Jill. Come say hi to me on my socials. Thank you so much for listening to Jay That Ill Podcast. Please, please find your joy and protect your peace. It's Amber, the producer here. Whether you've seen The Woman King yet or not, African history is something we should all get into. I'm going to share an article with you in the show notes about the Dahomey people from the Smithsonian. I also want to encourage you all to understand your own bloodlines a little deeper. I also want to encourage all of you to understand your own bloodlines in deeper ways. One way my family has done this is with African Ancestry DNA kits. The at-home test reveals the specific roots of your mother's maternal line up to 2,000 years ago. And if your DNA is connected to Africa in your results, you'll receive both the country and ethnic group of origin. It's really cool. Last season, Jill, Laia, and Aja took the test and discussed their results on an episode of the podcast. I'll link the test and that episode in the show notes as well. Yeah. 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 Hi, if you have comments on something we said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 